4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary.
1: Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
2: The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show.
4: And welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction, and sometimes like Washington, fiction is reality. If you'd like to check us out online, X-Zone... Radio TV on all social media sites, our radio website is tv.com and to find out all about the programming scheduling on the Exon broadcast network www.xzbn.net. Is it just me or has everybody noticed that people are fat these days? I'm telling you, everywhere you look, you see fat people. and it seems that the more you look. The more you see. I remember when I was going to school to see a fat kid was something out of the ordinary. But now it seems that fat is in, fit is out. You know, even for people like Barbara Streisand, who is now saying that President Trump making me gain weight. And she also says freak out, clueless, reckless, graceless, mindless, heartless. Hmm. Does President Trump make you eat? Are you getting fat because of the political scene? Are you getting fat because you're worried? Are you getting fat because of all the crap you're eating? Or are you you just getting fat because you're too lazy to get off your butts and exercise? Well, joining me this hour is um, a gentleman who I hope is going to help us make some sense into the fat culture these days. Uh, Let me see. Michael Karlochik. Is that how I pronounce your name, Carl? Michael?
1: That is a, that's very good, Rob, on your first try. Not many men have, have accomplished such a feat. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, geez, thank you so much for that uh, vote of confidence, my friend. He is the CEO of Spartacus Strategies, a leading libertarian activist, health guru, sports analyst, and a contributor to the dailysearch.com and uh, ClashDaily.com. Michael opens, runs, and revamps gyms and fitness centers up and down the east coast of the United States. And, Michael, welcome to the X-Zone. Uh, first of all... Great having you with us. And second of all, why are so, there are so many fat people in the world today?
1: Well, you know what? It, it, and thanks for having me, Rob. It, it, a lot of people want to, you know, just come up with one reason why mm-hmm. people are fat and large. And you just can't automatically do that. But one thing you can do, is, you, and you have to on any subject from politics or people being heavy or, you know, why are marriages getting divorced? Mm-hmm. Uh, is look at the stats, and what's interesting, Those three things I just brought up are all related. That's right. How you vote, if you're going to get divorced, and if you're going to be a moose are all related. <laughs> now, we'll get to that later, but I think the biggest underlining thing, if you could begin with a broad stroke of a, of a, a paintbrush, mm-hmm. why um canada the united states and we're seeing now in asia people getting larger and larger and this isn't just us talking about or you know you talking about your growing up when i was in the same situation you, to be stocky was a, a rarity now to be skinny is a rarity mm-hmm. the average woman in 1960 had a waist size of under 25 inches today it's 34 wow it's nine inches more I always hear Maryland, i always hear women go Marilyn Monroe, she was a size 8. I'm a size 8. Hey, lady, Marilyn Monroe was 118 (laughs) pounds. She had a 22-inch waist. You are 160, okay, and have a 34-inch waist. You're no Marilyn Monroe. What happened is in 1960s, the United States Department of Commerce changed the sizes so before they regulated the sizes, they stopped regulating it. So now all these clothing go, oh, you know what? We don't want to tell women they're double extra large. <laughs> so the old double extra large is now the new small. Uh-huh. So Marilyn Monroe was a size zero in today's dresses. And if you're a size eight today, you're a size 20 in the old days. So get over it. Okay, and that's what they do. We've, and now you're probably saying, well, why would companies do that? to make people feel better about themselves. And this is the, the thesis of what I just said. There's one thing, if I could do a paintbrush, it's shame.
4: All right, Michael, please thesis. stand... I, I'm sorry, we've go got ahead. to take our break. Please stand by, Exonation. Michael Karlichuk, I hope I'm saying that right, is our guest this hour. You can contact, for more information about Michael, you can go to the... Um, As I was telling you before, you can go to dailysearch.com and clashdaily.com and follow him on Twitter at NoChubbies. This is the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell. Once again, if you'd like to send me an email, it's very simple. You just go and send it to X-Zone at x com. and you can always find out where we're going to be, when we're going to be, how we're going to be at XZBN.net. Don't go away. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere, or visit MarshlandingRestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best.
0: If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening between the dark and the daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sandra Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, sacred international journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earth walk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com.
4: Welcome back, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and joining me this hour is the douchebag of the year himself, the one and only Michael Kraltek. Michael, welcome back. And we, ha- you have to tell our listeners why I introduced you as the douchebag of the year.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, in 2008, Rob, uh, one of my female clients from one of my gyms said, Hey, Michael, you're not going to believe this. So I went out to uh, online, and it's this online magazine that's feminist, feminist fashionista-type blog, called uh, Jezebel, and every year they give uh, Douchebag of the Year awards. And in 2008,
4: <laughs> Saddam <laughs> Hussein,
1: who had a very, very bad year, the opposite of Frank Sinatra, he was third place. George W. Bush, also known as uh, Mr. Obama's best friend these days, the he came big in time, second eh? place. Yeah. And in first place was not Mr. Trump, but yours truly. So that's when I made business cards. 'Cause I was a single guy back then. Oh I still am, but I was a single guy and i uh, I go out and when girls would say, Wow, you're a jerk, I gotta listen. I'm not just a jerk, I'm douchebag of the year. Look <laughs> at this. So um that's when they wrote a second article and said he's such a douchebag, he made douchebag of the year or, uh, cards, business cards. So I've always listened to people because nobody ever attacks me when I go to T V, radio, or any of my articles about my facts. They always say I'm just a jerk, I'm mean I'm nasty. Okay, yes, probably I am, but that, that's not the problem here. We're trying to address obesity and yeah. some of these other big issues, like I talked about divorce. Yeah. You know, obesity kills people. You know, it, I hate to tell you this; it's the number one killer of all. And number two is and numbers are traced to it.
4: And, and number two killers is, is the results of the divorce.
1: Yes, <laughs> and well, and here's something that a lot of people don't realize, and feminists get upset. I go, you know, why there's so much divorce? It, it, this isn't rocket science. Because there's so many fat people. You know, do you want to be married to a woman that put 80 pounds on? Or if you're a woman, do you want to stay married to your husband if you put 100 pounds on and Zenny McDonald's and doesn't have sex with you? Yeah. You know, so not only are you going to rip your pants, you're going to rip your marriage to pieces. So obesity is a direct correlation. And over the years, has studied it more than me. Newsweek put me on their cover saying I was the voice of fat hatred, but they didn't dispute any of my facts. And... I analyzed the Center of Disease Control stats the last 40 years and looking at child obesity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were shocked, Rob, this past uh, year with Bernie Sanders, how he was getting so many of the young millennials, how the millennials were in love with him. And then the Rasmussen poll and the Gallup poll came out and the Zogby poll which showed this millennial generation in the United States was the first generation ever to support socialism and have disdain for open markets and capitalism. Well, that's when I looked at the stats, Mm -hmm. and what did I find? Ah, this millennial generation had the highest child obesity rate, had the highest morbid obesity rate, the highest overweight rate. I'm talking triple the numbers of any other generation. Now, how about we do this? And this is where I got a lot of hatred, but no one can dispute the facts. How about instead of looking at how people vote based on their skin color, how about we look at how people vote based on if they're fat or not? And that's what I did. And what you're going to find if you go to the DailySurge.com or ClashDaily, my articles, which nobody can dispute, instead of saying that blacks vote for Obama, 92% voted for him in uh, the first election, 88% yeah. the second. Well, blacks have double the, the morbid obesity rate than Caucasians. They're triple the overweight rate. So instead of saying blacks voted for Obama, why don't we say chubbies did? Because then, if we go a step further and then look at Mexicans, mm-hmm. how they vote. Right. Okay. Are, are we talking? Triple we ta- the obesity well, well,
4: hold on. I have to ask you at this point. Are we talking about the legal Mexican vote or the illegal Mexican <laughs> vote?
1: <laughs> well, I couldn't break that filter down enough because the Center of Disease Control doesn't uh, oh, I ask see. if they're illegal or not. But what was fascinating is this. Colombians mm-hmm. okay don't are, 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 are vote more for conservatives than republicans and they're skinny and hot
4: that's because and a lot of and them Brazilian's use the crack same yeah same thing yeah
1: cubans the same thing mm-hmm. but now hondurans oh my lord overwhelmingly fat mm-hmm. and they vote for democrats wow. so what my thesis was if you looked at my one story bernie sanders is making your kid chubby yeah. is i truly believe if you're somebody that takes care of yourself with your body You don't go to the government for food stamps, handouts, or anything. You take care of yourself with everything. You don't look for the government as the cause of your problems. Mm -hmm. In the United States, that means you're probably going to be a libertarian like myself or vote Republican. If you believe that the government's the only thing that can help you, that's your mama and your daddy, and the reason you're fat is because of society or your mom gave you bad genetics or your sister took all the skinny genes. Well, you're probably going to be fat because you don't want to look in the mirror and say, "I'm responsible for myself and rugged individualism."
4: Well, that's because they also exactly. don't want to say that's because they also don't want to say, "Hey, I'm a loser. I just wait for my yes, wel- I just I just wait for my welfare wrong. check exactly. and, and you know, you know, I get I go to McDonald's and, and I bring my 14 kids with me because the more kids I have, the more welfare I get." Hey, listen. You're singing to the choir here, brother. I guess I'm going to be the uh, I'm going to be your cohort in crime on this one. I'll tell you. I agree with you 100%.
1: Well, I'm glad, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, Rob, okay, we see this, okay, mm-hmm. but women who are who are fat get upset and angry because, like you just said, they don't want to peel the artichoke back. Yeah. They don't want to see truthful. When women come to see me in my gyms, almost 75% of them, when we ask them, why are they overweight, they say, because I don't eat enough. They actually lie to themselves and say, <laughs> I'm fat because my metabolism slowed down. Oh, and Lord. I, and all my... All my nutritionists and uh-huh. everybody always goes, now stop it right now. Yeah. What are you saying, that you shouldn't eat more to get skinny?
4: <laughs>
1: you're lying. You're not being truthful with yourself. And that is what we see now in our country with people not being truthful, why this country is going the direction it did before Trump is trying to you know, right the steer and why we have so many issues and problems. It starts with you're not being honest with yourself. Take a look in the mirror. And the only way you're going to do that is mm-hmm. if you have shame. And I argue this in my articles because one of my gyms is one of the biggest Asian communities in the United States. And you know what? Those kids do so well in school. Yeah. They are number two or three in the world, Korea, yep. in English and, and writing, comprehension, and math while we're at the bottom. Yep. Do you know why? Because they have shame. If you do poorly in school – the parents give you shame. Yeah. Shame works. Mm-hmm. Shame is when our dad loses his job and he gets another job in a day because he has to take care of his wife right. and she wants to hold his head up. That's right. Shame yeah. is a fat person not going to get a piece of cake while he drinks a milkshake. He says, you know what? I had too much. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. When we grew up, Rob, girls did not wear half tops or bikinis if they had a gut. If they had cellulite on their butt, they had shame.
4: Well, I, you but know, shame's
1: gone.
4: Yeah, but back then, when you and I were kids, cellulite on a girl was very, very rare. I can't remember seeing a girl with cellulite, and yet today, everything goes like you go to the beach and it's like, oh, give me the Farco when I, you know, take my eyes out for God's sake. You know, is you know, the Coast Guard takes the kid out to the middle of the lake so he can swim back to shore again. It's it's getting ridiculous. It, it's and again,
1: it goes to. I truly believe if you're not holding yourself accountable in societies, you'll have no shame. Mm-hmm. And shame has worked. We give too many people self-esteem. This is the generation where the kid loses the baseball game and they still take him a Dairy Queen. Why? Yeah. You lost. You don't deserve ice cream.
4: They don't deserve okay? loser trophy either, but they get them.
1: Yes, and you don't deserve an award because you remain on time. Yep. We get, these kids have too much self-esteem. The kids that are riding in Berkeley, the kids that are riding at these Trump rallies, and you know what they did to Professor Murray the other day at Middlebury, oh, what gosh, a yeah. disgrace. Yeah. These kids have too much self-esteem. Okay? They don't need zones or any microaggression therapy. They've been told they've been great since they're a little kid, and I was very blessed. My mom raised my brother and I like, with an iron fist. And, you know, when I came in second place at the state championship mm-hmm. my sophomore year, my mom didn't go, you're great. Oh, Michael, you're amazing. You're so awesome. She said, why'd you lose? Yeah. What do you do next year to win? Nobody so, remembers someone comes in second, Michael. You, you know, my we mom. never put.
4: Um, I, my mom's European, so I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. And, and, and Rob, so, you know, you, it made you work hard. Yep. Like, wow, your mom's right. Don't put on the pedestal. Yep. Then when I won the state championship, I went to Penn Real A's and I got smoked by the, uh, the European runners. And my mom said, okay, you're good in the United States. What does that do for you? <laughs> okay. That was always her attitude. Okay. And now she would brag to her friends later, but not in front of me. That's right. And, you know, and that was my mom. You know, when I yeah. came home from college, and I had done really well. Uh, I started running professionally. I came home and my mom said, I need you to help around the house here. I said, mom, do you know who I am? I don't vacuum. And she said, yeah, I know who you are. You're my son. Now, pick that chair up over there and get over there. Okay? That's, okay, being raised by a tough mom, all right, and not told you're great and amazing. That's tough and love. parents have done that.
4: That's tough love.
1: Yes, and, and accountability yeah. and honesty. And if you can't be honest with yourself, you're never going to lose weight and keep it off. If you can't be honest with yourself, you're never going to be in a relationship that's successful. Mm-hmm. You know, for years I was miserable. Uh, I, you know, I was in a marriage, got divorced, tried to do the normal American thing where you get a girlfriend, mm-hmm. wine and diner, pay all this money. I was miserable. You know, if you're out there listening, you might be listening to yourself. Okay, I don't know why I wasn't having fun. Now you know what? I then realized, hey, wait a minute, I'm polyamorous. Okay, I'm not meant to be with one girl. I love women. OK, and then a few years ago, you know, that's when I, I was polyamorous. I, you know, right now I have two girlfriends. OK, that I love the death. Who love me at three about a year or two ago. And I've been attacked. Oh, my God, you're a monster. What a terrible man. What are you? They attack you. Are you a Mormon? This or whatever. But the point of it all was I was truthful with myself. That's how I became happy. As I say, what's going on? Yeah. I'm not. Why do I have to buy this lie? And then that's when I made my decisions in my life. And then I became happy because I'm honest. And that's the way you have to be. Whether it's your weight, your job, your money. If you're not honest in the beginning, how yeah. can you get change?
4: You know, I was talking to a psychologist the other day here on the show, and he was telling me that when you tell the truth, you release a happy gene. When you tell well, that, the truth,
1: the, you know what. That makes sense, Rob. Yep. Just what I just said, right? Exactly. That's when I finally was truthful. Exactly. You know, And and I've been very fortunate with that, you know, because, again, you know, you have guilt. You don't want to feel bad, whatever. If you are who you are, and like mm-hmm. you said, you, you feel so much better when you say the truth. And with my clients, I've seen it all the time, thousands of clients over the years. I've challenged everybody from men's fitness to men's health when I've been on the cover of those magazines. Show me a system that works better. Let's do it. Nobody wants to do it. Because, again, we attack their brain besides their body, which is a process we call mental size. And when, when these people are truthful, they are happy. I didn't know what it was, but now it makes sense it would be a happy gene. They are happy. You know, they, it's, it's a thrill to finally stop lying.
4: Exactly. You know, uh, the truth will set you free. Oh, my gosh. I'm, and, and here, hmm, I'm full and, of cliches today. Only, yeah.
1: it, 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 when you have the truth, you can now actually make changes where you can actually say, hey, this isn't working. What am I going to do that's going to make it different? Mm-hmm. And that's what I did, of course, in my relationships, you know? Like, why? Well, every relationship, I'm so successful in my other areas of life. Every relationship is a disaster. Okay? I'm, what am I going to do different? And wait a minute, why do I have to be, What do I have to do, keep doing the same mold? And that's when you change and you make great changes and you do amazing things. That doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. That doesn't mean you're not going to you know have slumps or what have you mm-hmm. but if you keep fighting in life whether it's work okay our relationships or your body you're successful
4: michael if i've got to take my news just... break michael i've got to take my news break please stand by Nation. michael trollchick is our special guest and you can be uh he can be found at dailysearch.com clashdaily.com or follow him on twitter at no chubbies i am rob mcconnell this is the exon don't go away
0: A Soul Balancing Session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world.
2: With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Michael Krotchek is our special uh, guest to the XO Nation. You can follow Michael on Twitter at @nochubbies and you can read uh, his uh, his articles on dailysurge.com and clashdaily.com. Michael, we seem to, we live in a world of drive-thrus. We have drive thru coffee shops, drive thru restaurants, drive-through dry cleaners, drive thru pharmacies and now drive thru funeral homes. Why are we so damn lazy?
1: You know, I think why we're so lazy is we've tried to make everything easy for... We're going to go back. I'm going to blame the parents again. Mm -hmm. Parents, if you... And I've done so much research, and, and not only research, but actually interviews with some of the top psychologists on this. When you talk to most people... They're not like you and I, Rob. We don't say, hey, our parents did a great job. Mm -hmm. Look at us. You know, we turned out all right. Even the successful people say, oh, my parents were monsters and terrible. I don't want to raise my kids that way. Right. So they go to the complete opposite. They don't make them do a job. I mean, how many kids do you see work today anymore? No kids work anymore. They give them a credit card. They give the kids a cell phone. Okay. How many kids have cell phones these days? I mean, we were growing up. It was an honor if you could get a, ca- a quarter to go to phone. That's right. You had to work to contribute to the house. No mm-hmm. kids do that anymore. Now, because of that, there's such a rise. You know, no, I don't want to hit my kid. I don't want to spank my kid. I don't want to do this. Everything against. We're now seeing this generation, which is what you just said. They, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to work. Make your kid bike to school. When's the last time you saw kids bike to school? Okay, that would be that'd be like a. You should be sent to prison. Um, so you now have everything getting done with the, the most latest gadgets. My kid has to have a cell phone. That's where it all starts. Why? Why does your kid need a cell phone? All oh, the parents lie. Well, for safety. For safety. Okay, what's that going to do? What's the, the safety issue? That's not going to do anything. Actually, it's more unsafe to study show because with your cell phone, you can do online, social apps and then that's where you're going to be targeted by creeper adults and other things that are never brought into that kid. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. The parents get the cell phone because they don't want to hear the kid complain while all those his other friends have cell phones, while all their other friends have video games, all the other things. You know, if you're listening, you should even go look at, like, the Grand Theft Auto games. I, think, I don't think people realize
4: these video games oh that kids are
1: playing. And, it, 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 right, Rob? They,
4: you're right, 100%. You can actually
1: go, you go on Grand Theft mm-hmm. Auto. And I dated a girl that had a, a son who was 10 years old playing Grand Theft Auto. And you could pretty much rape women. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go to the Playboy Mansion and take the tops off. These are the video games they're playing. Yeah. Okay? You know, and I'm not any prude. I'm a guy who's a pretty fun guy Polyamorous. These games are not at all what we grew up with. And if the parents just don't want to hear the kids complain, my friends can do it. So they become lazy and yeah. desensitized while well, everybody else is doing it. You said it before. Well, everybody else has cellulite. Everybody's fat, so I guess I can be fat. Have another piece of cake. There's no pride and there's no shame. No. Plus, you you know, know, there's been
4: there's been an increase in the number of all you can eat buffets in Canada and the United States over the last five years. Four hundred and eighty percent increase.
1: And you know what? It's going to get worse Mm. until we do what? Hold people accountable. Ten years ago, yeah. I first was thrown into the national media because I said it was a disgrace that Massachusetts had made being fat a disability. And sure it enough, is. that was then put in the Obamacare language where being obese is a disability. And I said it's not a disability. It's because you're lazy mm-hmm. and you stuff your face. How dare you say that you've got something that is actually a disability Okay, that you have no control of compared to obesity? It, 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 I could not believe, though, how many people were against me. I also said that same article, and then when I went and it was expanded with the federal government, I don't think um, we, we give enough attention to parents that make their kids fat. Yeah. Now, if you suffer from malnutrition, every study, mm-hmm. every study, thousands over the years shows that you're actually healthier and less physical problems than if you suffer from obesity as a child that's correct so if you have malnutrition and are too skinny not getting enough food you have way less uh diseases and will live longer than an obese person so why is it that we arrest parents whose kids are not eating enough okay but we don't arrest parents whose kids are fat
4: now i think we should arrest both i I agree and you were were you were talking about i'm sorry go ahead
1: Oh, I mean, you're talking about a k- parent whose kid is 100 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. That kid has diabetes, too. That kid's whole life is impacted, and we're paying for that bill because you can't tell your kid no more ice cream because you can't make your kid do some exercise? Then arrest him because he's contributing to his problems of health. You wouldn't think anything of arresting a kid, a parent, if they gave the kid uh, a bottle of Jack Daniels. Well, guess what? The Jack Daniels? Guess what? The marijuana pipe is going to do way less damage to that kid than those cheeseburgers and the ice cream you keep feeding him. Mm-hmm. It's also going to cost our society way less.
4: Listen, but when you can. and I were kids, we, we'd go to the local uh, stores like, like Walmart, Kmart, Woolworths. You never saw these, I, I call them fatmobiles. You know these electric cars that people drive within the... <laughs> You know, and they, you know, like they're kind of hanging over with fat, nearly dragging on the ground, and they're going along, and they've got this little beep beep. You know, like come on, this is why you're fat. You're lazy.
1: They're lazy, and we just keep giving into them. More yep. you go to baseball, football games, they're sitting in the handicapped seats because they're fat. They're not handicapped. Maybe they're mentally handicapped because yep. they're too lazy to get off the butt and get on the treadmill. But they now get a special seat at a special price because you're fat. Yeah. We also see it on the airplanes. One of my biggest pet peeves, and it it highlights how we're just giving in to people's whims and Mm -hmm. not holding people accountable. Aren't you tired of going on an airplane and some clown has his dog on his lap and next to you in your seat, 50-pound dog? It's a guide dog. It's not a guide dog. You can go online and buy a certificate for 50 bucks. He makes me feel better. You know what? I don't care if you feel better about yourself. You paid for an airline seat. Okay, I don't need your dog in my area.
4: Exactly. Right?
1: And where do we say enough is enough? Where do we say it's not about you feeling better all the time? Life isn't about making you feel good, okay? That's not what life is about.
4: Hey, here's an idea. My mom used to do this, and I'm sure your mom did too. After supper, go outside and play for a couple of hours. Don't sit in front of the TV. Don't sit in front of the uh, the Xbox. Go outside, for God's sake. Play something called baseball. You know, go outside. (laughs) We were kicked out of the house during the day when we were home on Saturdays. Hey, 8 o'clock in the morning, you've had your breakfast, go outside and play. Come back at lunchtime. After lunch, go back outside and play. After supper, go outside and play.
1: You know. And you know what? We never sat around the house because that's when my father would give us jobs to do. Oh, isn't that the truth? Everything else. Yeah. (laughs) you know i wrote an article this past year the daily surge where we had a major snowstorm Mm -hmm. and uh it was about two and a half feet and so this kid next door to me he was outside i said hey would you like to make uh some extra cash he goes extra cash i go yeah i'll I'll give you a hundred bucks if you help me shovel this area he goes i don't need money my mom gives it to me when i
4: want hold on here hold on here you Uh, were going to give a kid a hundred bucks to help you shovel
1: yeah, it was two and a half feet of snow. Call me next time.
4: Call me next time.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't be able to make it. The roads were closed. and I'd, parachute, and like, I'd
4: parachute in for 100 bucks.
1: <laughs> well, here's the sad thing. I couldn't oh. get one of the three kids that live near me to shovel because they don't need to. I say this all the time um, out here. I'm in San Francisco right. right now. And San Francisco, if you drive down yesterday like I did down off of 2nd and 3rd Street, they have probably one of the highest opiate concentrations of people. You should see it. It's really startling when you see the the people who are limping and everything oh, really? else and just addicts. And the girl that I was with, I said, wow, that's the failed drug experiment um, um, for the homeless people. She says, what do you mean by that? I said, they give so much money to these people, okay, and they have the easiest, most liberal laws. If I was homeless, I'd want to live here or San Diego with the weather and the benefits you get. And she says, do you really think homeless people pick out where they live? I said, let me ask you a question. <laughs> have you ever been to Alaska? <laughs> she says, no. I said, I've been to Alaska about six times. And you're never going to see a homeless person. Yep. And she said, why? I said, because they'll die. Yep. If you do what you need to have to survive, if no one's going to help you, Guess what? You're going to work so you can make money and eat. You're going to do something. If people are handing it to you, if they're giving you free drugs, free food, and free shelter, you're never going to get off your butt.
4: But that's because we're also too politically correct. You know, the country, Canada, as well as the United States, something happened overnight one night, and I'm still trying to figure out what the hell it is, where we went from a country that really cared to a country that, Oh geez, no problem. You know, no problem. We'll we'll you need money? Well, how many kids do you have? Well, if you have more kids, we'll give you more money. You're know, like, "What the hell's going on? Nobody gives me money for nothing. You know, my wife and I raised six kids. We've got 10 grandkids and my kids never sat around in front of an Xbox. You know, my kids aren't obese. My kids eat the right kind of food. We don't go to McDonald's like I'm sorry. If a hamburger, if a if a cheeseburger can last five years without being wrapped up, something's wrong with that cheeseburger. You know, it's it's common sense. Where did the common sense go, Michael?
1: The common sense went where, uh, you know. We and again, this is uh, unfortunately it comes back to you know the nuclear family attack. But it really is, you know, and and the rush to make you know father's not important in life and make women equality women working in the workplace we've lost we've lost all the roles mm-hmm. we've lost all the roles where you had home cooked meals we you lost all the roles where guess what you know what your father says goes get some discipline
4: yeah, exactly. now
1: because of the divorce rate most boys in the United States we have we have an alpha male problem and what that is is if you're not familiar In the United States, 95% of the elementary school teachers are women who are elementary majors, a very liberal profession. Most of them are very bitter ladies. So you have women teaching your boys because the boys are coming from a divorce home. They never see their dads. And guess what happens? When you have women raising men, you got a bunch of weenies. And this millennial generation, the girls are actually way better in terms of scores, an aptitude in sports and actually vote more conservative than the boys. The boys are, the boys of this generation with no dads, no males in the school have produced this beta male energy. And again, being in San Francisco, I, I'm a white unicorn. Okay, I walk down the street and the, <laughs> the girls are like, oh my God, uh, who, who are you? Uh, you know, because these other guys, you, you look at them, Rob, and you almost feel bad for them. I don't think they have an ounce of testosterone in their body.
4: Well, We're going to have to talk about this more on the other side of this break. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. You and I are going to be wrapping up on the other side, Exonation. Our guest this hour is the one and only Michael Kralchuk, WW... Well, not WWW, but on Twitter. No Chubbies is the gentleman's Twitter handle, and you can read articles by Michael on the com and clashdaily.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and... uh, if you'd like to send me an email, I always love getting your emails, xown at com, And on Twitter, you can follow us at at, you know that little sign, at xzbnradiotv. We'll be back on the other side of this break after some fine words from our wonderful sponsors. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Michael Kralchek is our special guest this hour on Twitter at NoChubbies. You can always read Michael's articles at TheDailySearch.com and ClashDaily.com. Michael, um, uh, you, you run, you check, you operate, you revamp gyms and fitness centers up and down the east coast of the United States. How can a person know if they're going to be getting their money's worth at one gym compared to the other gym?
1: Well, you know what, let's clarify that. So money worth based on a gym, if it's just an open gym membership where you're going to train on your your own own and what have you, you're getting your money's worth, okay, is if you have access to the equipment, okay? It doesn't really matter how great the equipment is, how nice and shiny it is. If it's too crowded, you can't get on it, Mm -hmm. okay? What's the point of that? It's like having a timeshare you could never use. Right. That's one. Two, is it the environment that makes you want to come? That's the second thing I always tell people. You know, when we take over a gym, we'll put up some signs that, like, have sex with the lights on, which are a tagline, and we really put the music really loud so it's like a dance club. You know, and here's the thing, Rob. A lot of people come in, I don't like this. Oh, I go, you're right, sir. Go to the YMCA. Mm-hmm. This isn't your type of place. But it's going to be a type of place for other people that want to be sexy. Okay? Right. I totally get it. Not everybody. You can't be everything to everybody. A lot of gyms try to be everything to everybody. So what happens is they're they're not good at anything. So you find a place that actually fits you and is situated for you perfectly. So that's one. If you're going to hire a trainer and a nutritionist, that's a little bit more difficult. And the best thing to do is get reviews from their clients and actually see before and after pictures to verify they have gotten results. What you because say- I don't understand why people hire people mm-hmm. who've not gotten results. If I go to a chiropractor and everybody in his office is limped over with a cane, I don't want to
4: hire him. Exactly. If I go to a
1: plastic surgeon and all the women who got boob jobs have, uh, you know, single A cups that hit the ground, I'm not going to pay to get implants <laughs> from him. Plus, so you want to see actually results.
4: Do you think that that superstars like Barbara Streisand should really – You know, blame President Trump for her getting fat?
1: First off, Barbara's been fat for how many years? (laughs) When Barbara said that she is getting fat, that's like Rosie O'Donnell saying she's getting fat. Barbara, you've been fat and not (laughs) attractive for at least since that movie with uh, Gary Busey, right? Riptides or whatever. (laughs) One of the worst movies of all time. Oh, my God. Uh, You know what I'm talking (sighs) about, right, Rob? All right. She's been fat since then. Now, what she's blaming, she's put weight on, Lena Dunham came out, you know, a week ago saying she lost 20 pounds because of Trump. At the end of the day, you get fat because you eat too much and you're lazy, Mm -hmm. okay? 99.3% of people are obese because of those reasons. Seven-tenths of 1% of people have a medical condition, okay? Everybody else, you eat too much. That's pretty much it. And guess what? There's some easy solutions. If you're listening, here are three things, free advice of all the years of studying and com- I put the com- putting them, compiling them together all overwhelmingly. Number one, if you track your food, it, it's been shown overwhelmingly. Not only will you lose weight at the highest rates, you'll keep it off. Second big thing to do is weigh yourself every day. If you don't check your checkbook as balanced and you don't check online, I don't want to know how much money I got in there, Rob. I'm scared. I don't want to get on there. How are you ever going to get yourself rich? That's right. You have to know where you are and be truthful.
4: Yeah.
1: It holds you accountable. Third big thing is this is really surprising to a lot of people, but the studies show it, and it works because I make my people do it. Ah, get rid of the big dishes and the big cups. In the old days, when we we used to see skinny people, the cups were so much smaller, the forks were smaller, the Mm -hmm. knives, and also, ah, the plates. People usually won't go and get three plates. They like to load up on one plate. If you just get that and change those things, you'll consume less. Put all three together, and they work. Little simple things like that. And By the way, all these things I just told you cost you no money.
3: No necessary. Void prohibited by law. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: What about all these so-called um, diet foods and these diet fads, or even the these diet pops that that kids seem to just guzzle down?
1: None of those things work. That's why the diet. That's why the diet industry is worth hundreds of billions of dollars because people are looking for an easy way out. There is no easy way out. Because let's just say even if a diet worked, a temporary restriction in calories, then you go back to eating what you did and you put the weight back on because you never corrected anything. Okay, that's the equivalent of you have a leak in your house. So here's a new tool that picks up the water faster than ever. Great. But where did the leak come from? You haven't addressed where the leak came from. And that's why the diets don't work. You have to make a lifestyle change. And here's something I can tell you right now will be the biggest thing. And it's been shown. This country, Canada and both the United States, you guys are having less sex than you ever did because of the obesity rate. So if you really want to lose weight, if you really want to change things and make your girl look hot again, here's what you do. Go home with a hammer. Break the damn TV. Take that Netflix and burn it. People that watch Netflix, especially the marathons are putting on weight at the highest rates we've ever seen before. The next thing is, get a fire going. Take her flannels, take her (laughs) Snuggie, and throw it in the fireplace. And this is one that I use with my Mm clients, and it works, and they all tell me it does. If you want to eat something bad, you want to eat a pizza, ice cream, great. Do it naked in front of a mirror. Because you know what? You're going to be ashamed, which is the first thing I started this whole thing with. Shame works. And that's why when people usually eat bad, they wear baggy sweats and clothes because they don't even want to see it. Well, look at it. Look at that body. You want more pizza added on there? And if you do these things, guess what? If there is no Netflix, there is no TV, you might take your girl out for a walk. That's right. Maybe you'll go walk on the beach. Maybe you'll go skiing with her. And then next thing you know, maybe you'll be having sex with her because she's looking good and she's feeling good and she's hot. Overwhelming research shows, Rob, that fat people eat so much, not because they're hungry ever. It's because it actually raises a temporary hit to their serotonin levels. That's why it's an antidepressant. And isn't that sad that your life comes down to an antidepressant burger, and then you have to what? Take your sleep apnea machine, hook it up to you at night (laughs) to sleep, and then you have to take a little blue Viagra pill because you can't get it up. That's right. Erectile dysfunction was never a problem until we had fat men. And if you – and should we end it there, Rob? Shouldn't you, if you can't have sex anymore, you have erectile dysfunction because you stuffed your face, who out there thinks it's worth it? Who out there thinks it's worth to give up having sex for McDonald's?
4: Oh, my God. That, that, that just... I, ugh, I don't even know what to say to that one. Mind New you, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't eat a McDonald's. I am lean, and I am a machine, my friend, at the age of 64. This boy don't need the blue pill.
1: It, isn't that the it, it, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Okay. And we're seeing that all around the country. Testosterone commercials, blue pill commercials, because yeah. these guys keep getting fatter and fatter. Sleep at machines, those carts you're talking about, all the things that they're doing because they can't do anything for themselves. And I'm telling you, it's. I always joke with my friends, but I say, listen, you met your girlfriend at a nightclub. You met her at the beach. She was in a bikini or at a pool. She's sexy. Then you start going out with her. You're buying her fancy dinners. Next thing you know, she's like, I'm not in the moon. My stomach hurts. Put the Snuggie <laughs> on a Netflix. You don't think she's going to become fat and you're going to become fat? You're not going to have sex? Guess what? Maybe you'll procreate with, you know, inverto vitalization and some of those erectile pulls. That's not the way life is supposed to be.
4: And the next thing you know, they're going to Walmart, taking two of those little fatmobiles, going down the aisles together, <laughs> holding hands into the sunset.
1: <laughs> and and isn't that, isn't that the truth of where we're you coming? super country. Mm-hmm. And it all can stop. And you'll be much happier if you do these things that I tell you. Because in the end, I don't really think those people are happy. I don't. I don't think you're happy if you can't have sex. What well, do you just say? You're a machine. You're lean. You take care of yourself. Yep. We're both that way. We're happy. I, if you told me you know, that you are to take that away, I'd be really upset. A couple days ago, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to lose my vision. Um, I got into a fight about a month ago where four black men tried to jump me for wow. having a Trump hat on. Um, I head butted one of the guys, which led to my cornea being scratched, Ooh. broken blood vessels. To make a long story short, I have a hole in my cornea and I have to get surgery. But when I ran, went to the emergency room the, a few days ago, I couldn't see. Oh, I gosh. couldn't see at all, Rob. It was so scary. And the first thing I said to my two girls, who were all scared for me, because I never complained about pain, I go, oh god's sakes! I'll tell you what—if I can't see, all right, will sex be as good? (laughs) That's what you're thinking about, Michael. I gotta tell you you that—you know—I have eyes in my head, but I mean, sex is a visual thing for guys. I mean, will i not like, sex? This is horrible. I can't Uh, lose my sight.
4: Michael, I've got to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It has been a great pleasure talking to you. I I wish you continued success, my friend. And if ever you'd like to come back on, the door is always open to you.
1: I appreciate that, Rob. You have a great day and no chubbies.
4: All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. Exo Nation, our guest this hour. Oh, my gosh. What can I say? It was just a a fun-filled hour. Michael Kralchick is his name. And if you'd like to find out more about Michael, you can visit his articles online by going to dailysurge.com and clashdaily.com. No Chubbies is his Twitter handle, and uh, yeah, I know I'm going to get emails, Craig, about the fat mobiles, but it's true. You know, people are lazy. People just eat. They drive all over the place. They drive to the, the coffee shop. They drive to the burger place. They drive to the pharmacy. They drive to the the uh, the drive through dry cleaners, and now drive through uh, drive through uh, funeral homes. This is ridiculous. And then they wonder why they're fat. Well, you can be fat, have a bunch of kids, get a lot of money on welfare. If you want to call that living, Ah, uh, something's wrong with you. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue. Here in the Exon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.